Welcome to the Strength Dignity Live podcast, where we equip and challenge young women to live the practicalities of biblical strength and dignity to influence the culture for God's glory. I'm your host, April Ortiz, and I welcome you to Strength and Dignity Live. Merry Christmas, friend. This is your girl, April Ortiz, host of the Strength Dignity Life podcast, the podcast that challenges you to raise the standard on the culture by living out the word of God in every area of life. This particular episode is a special one where I have invited my three daughters to join me for a sweet conversation where we discuss their favorite Christmas traditions, funny childhood stories, growing up in a single parent home, adulting, along with life lessons and some of the miracles that God has done as a result of living a life of faith. Now, I hope that this blesses you as much as it did me. And if it blesses you, please share it on your social media and tag Strength Dignity Life. And don't forget to rate and write a review. Now, here's my conversation with my daughters, Bea, Nicole, and Azariah. Let me introduce you to my family. Actually, I'll have them introduce themselves. So starting on my right, why don't you tell us who you are? Hello. <laughs> you don't even talk like that. My, okay. Okay. My name is Azzy Hart and I am 25 years old. You don't need to know your oh, profile. Well, I'm just used to like the school, like, oh, what's your name? What grade are you in? I'm not in college anymore. What's your degree? <laughs> I'm so nervous. Okay. um, Yeah, my name is Hazzy Hart. Okay, there. (laughs) And to Azzy's right is sitting. My name is Nicole Zydell. And yes, I have the cutest child in the world. Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Y'all agree. Is that it? Is that what I was supposed to say? Yeah. I don't have a job. I'm a stay-at-home mom. (laughs) I'm in leggings all the time, so don't judge me. All right. Um, All right, moving on to your right and my left is... My name is Bea Martinez. Which feels weird to say, but why does it feel um, weird to say that? Because I have I don't really say my full name like that all the time. What do you so. usually say? Miss Martinez. Hi. Or, or Bella, because right? no one can say Bea. Okay, so yeah, so friends, these are my daughters. We started with the youngest, the middle, and then that was the oldest, Bea. Each of them have a really cool names, if you ask me. Oh, no. <laughs> I handpicked their names myself. I put a lot of thought process in it. But Bea was just talking about her name. So everywhere that she goes, though, nobody can say her name. And so she always has to come up with something else. Her real name is Bea Celeste, which uh, I usually call her Celeste when I'm calling her. You know how moms are. I can't even say that. So Right. So, but you have different variations of your name, which have been? Bella, Bay, B, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Biba. Biba, if you ask my nephew, but. Yeah. It's the hard life of having one of those Mexican names. But anyway, I wanted to introduce you to my family. You guys probably have seen their pictures on Instagram if you follow. Maybe perhaps you've wondered a little bit about them. Well, today you're going to get to know them really well. So, but anyways, we're just going to, so Bea, you just flew in, right? Yes. My husband and I flew in in my husband's plane because he's a pilot. So I guess that's cool, but. It was a little bumpy, but we <laughs> survived and brought the cheesy potatoes. So there you go. And call it a win. Yep. Also, I'm gonna just get, shout out to my husband for like the most beautiful landing, butter smooth. 
Wow. Very good. I need to know that. Every time I go on a trip, I always have these crazy landings that are just whack. And honestly, I was terrified to fly in an airplane until my son-in-law came along because I called him up one day and I was like, yo, talk to me about turbulence because I'm freaked out about it. And what did he say? He's like, oh, mom, don't worry about it. The wings can actually bend over the airplane. And I was like, yeah, that did not set me at ease right there. But okay, fine. So ever since then, feeling a little bit better about he that. He just calls them like road, like a road bump. Like yeah, a like pothole. a Exactly, exactly. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So, Azzy, you you drove over here, right? <clears throat> I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. My I was chauffeur going a little fast there, but <laughs> I, hey, man, I just wanted to see family, honestly, at this point. But thank God I got here safe and didn't hit any potholes. So we're celebrating Thanksgiving today, but Christmas is coming up, and I just wonder what are some Christmas traditions that you guys really appreciate. I think it's the staying up till midnight on Christmas Eve and reading the Bible story. So that's that's your favorite. Yeah, I think that that's probably my favorite. When Dad reads it, yeah, nice. But only when Dad reads it. Not oh, okay, Bea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think that was just maybe possibly one year, but yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was once. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Bea? What was your favorite Christmas um, tradition? Yeah, that was my favorite too. Was staying up. Late and then actually I didn't like staying up because I was pretty tired. But reading, pausing, just reading Jesus's birth from the Gospels was really cool. Yeah. What about you, Nicole? I got nothing. I wish I did. I, that sounds terrible. But I really don't have any favorites. I can't even think. Okay, favorite food. Something like all right, that. you're talking about favorite food? I can give you all of those. All right, let me see. Like pumpkin pie. Mm, that's so good. Okay, but your whip. pumpkin pie, though, you only like it as from a certain place. Absolutely. You don't like every pumpkin pie. Absolutely. Which one do you I like? I only like it from Vaughn's or Ralph's because they're like kind of the same. And especially with Cool Whip because you need the Cool Whip Wait, or else it's disgusting. Not Costco? No. That is me. No. What? Yeah. Costco is the oh, I mean. We sorry. are. We are. <laughs> We are finding out all kinds of stuff here today. Yeah. But yes, like and that's crazy much. because we just she just had me try it and it was spicy. Yeah. What? And I was shocked because yeah. dad usually likes yeah, spicy. Yeah, mom definitely food. didn't like it, but I, I ate the whole pie. <laughs> you just can't have one slice. You know, you have to have a few slices. You got to have a little taste and you got to have a little sliver and then you got to <laughs> eat the whole thing. Whatever. What about you, Azzy? Favorite food? I Christmas? think it, for me, it was probably, well... Sweet ham. I really like sweet ham. But also, um, I think, uh, oh my gosh, dad's pecan pie. Nice. And I I don't really like nuts. So that's why I was like surprised whenever I ate the pecan pie. And Mm. like the textures too are like the two textures I don't like. Slimy and then the nuts on top are hard. So it's just like crunchy. So how is it? I know. It's the the two things I don't like, but it's Walk us through this. You like pecan pie now, but back then you didn't like pecan pie. No. Well, well, when I first tried it, well, yeah, it was dad's, dad's homemade pecan pie. And I just remember trying it the first time and it was like, it's gooey. This is disgusting. You know, as a kid. Mm-hmm. But then I think as I got older, I think it just like kind of like meshed well together because it's, they're complete like opposites. Mm-hmm. And then that was, that was bomb. Nice. Mm, what about you, Bea? definitely Bea? a texture thing for me. Can't do it. Mm. Mm. I don't really like pie. Unless it's chocolate. Mm. What's your favorite? Which is basically not pie. Food? Yeah. Stuffing. Christmas. 
Stuffing? 100% stuffing. Uh, With what kind of stuffing? Disgusting. The stuffing you make and you put the black, the, the black olives in it. Oh my gosh. Uh, I can't take credit for that. That's dad's stuffing. I just probably look like I'm the one making it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I guess everything usually is dad. Right. And the turkey. No, it oh, is. Turkey. It is. We, I will give him credit where credit is due. Wait, but can yes. I say a little quick yes. little side note? Okay, so like I was at um, my husband, Nick, um, his family's um, Thanksgiving, which was on Thanksgiving Day. And he goes, oh my gosh, I love the stuffing. Stuffing is my favorite from Thanksgiving. And I just look at him and I was like, ugh, you're such a Bea. <laughs> I was like, Bea literally only likes stuffing for Thanksgiving. I think you just think everything does reminds you of me. <laughs> yeah, it's an older thing. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Older yeah. siblings. Oh, yeah. All the older siblings out there just I can't love stand stuffing. Shout older out to siblings. the older, yeah. older siblings. I like <laughs> stuffing. I really like it. I actually, right now, I'm preferring da- carbs over anything else. Dad has his, my husband makes these rolls, and they're so good. He, like, nailed the recipe. And so, anyhow, like, I'm actually, I was sitting earlier staring at them. They were proofing, and I was like, dude, I just want to eat that. Turkey's cool and all that jazz, but uh, just give me a roll. So carbs. <laughs> Gotta love those carbs. Do you have any funny stories from Christmas, things that you remember? I will never forget the one year that you had bought us pillows. Yes, we were poor back then. All right. Anyways, she bought us pillows and she was opening up the trunk of the car. I don't know what for. I honestly do not remember why. And she opens up the trunk and we see our pillows for Christmas. And she said, she looked at us like scary twitchy eye <laughs> pirate face like you guys better keep this a secret and we were like okay mom sure <laughs> whatever you say mom <laughs> oh my uh, yeah we were still surprised the day that we got the pillows so no i think the funniest story. one was well if we're talking poor um <laughs> that when you're no 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 okay that, y'all, let, let's just break this down first of all your girl was a single parent for quite some time mm-hmm. and then after that yeah. always been in ministry i'm just gonna let you for just let you know this that ministry jobs don't really they, they don't pay the bills they don't you you live by faith y'all you live mm-hmm. by faith like these when we have stories about it we're gonna talk about later but when they're talking about we were poor it's more like we were poor. So yeah. <laughs> you just we need to know this. You just need to know this. Oh, <laughs> we couldn't afford it at all. But go ahead, Ozzy. No, yeah. So I think the funniest one was, I think dad was in the picture at this point. And we opened cereal, the Rice Krispies, and then we opened marshmallows. So we could either have cereal or make Rice Krispie treats because we weren't allowed to have sugar. <laughs> About yeah. That. Okay, yeah. so that explanation on we are not allowed to have sugar. I wasn't one of those crazy people, but my husband is a health nut. We'll call him. Yeah. Well, you know, I've adopted his ways since then. Actually, we have adopted his ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't have Taco Bell and I can't get myself to eat Taco Bell because dad was like no Taco Bell, it's awful, terrible food and we're like, <laughs> yeah. So I just can't everybody loves Taco Bell, but I I can't jump on that train. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not throwing him under the bus or anything. But but it used to be when we were dating, we would go on a date somewhere to go eat, and he would have to look at the nutrition facts before he ordered anything. He's like, I'm not ordering this until I see the nutrition facts. But the guy's pretty built, so you know. Yeah, you, just I mean, take a look at him and you see. Yeah, why. you just know what how that healthy lifestyle pays off. But anyway, so yeah, that's hence <laughs> the reason why self-control. That guy has self-control. He is <laughs> self-discipline. Homeboy's got it. Mm-hmm. But like as he was saying, so when we got married, first out the gate, 
I remember that I was like, we're doing this whole family thing. Ozzy's completely just married into a, a full-on family with all girls. Anyway, poor guy. So we had cereals up the wazoo because that's how we single parent people feed their children. But anyway, so he said, nope, we're getting rid of that. He's like, we need a full breakfast. All the g- food groups Lots here. Lots of bean and cheese burritos. Oat- <laughs> no, oatmeal with biscuits. And actually, a lot of people don't even eat oatmeal with biscuits because when I get it from the store, they're like, Yeah, now everyone's going to think we're so weird that you said <laughs> no, that. <laughs> honestly, oatmeal with biscuits don't knock it till you try it, honestly. There you go. Extra carbs. But honestly, if you've grown up in a single parent home, then you know there's no rules. Like you just make whatever you can. And that's funny because whenever you guys come visit, the foods that you guys want to eat are those single parent staples that we had. Like French uh, toast. French French toast. That was fan that was on the fancy end. Enchiladas. Enchiladas. What else? You just made it. You just made it the other day. Oh, meat with papa. Meet with Papa Sopita. Sopita's heart. Yeah. Definitely. Sopita. Yeah. Sopita's bomb. So Fideo's yeah. life. Yeah. So what about you, Bea? What was like a your post OE? I don't know. I don't have like a f- I, I can't remember any funny one. I think the most memorable Christmas I had was I think when you were a single parent, maybe. Maybe not. Um, but it was Barbie themed. We had a whole mm. Barbie-themed Christmas. It was like Barbie toothpaste, Barbie sleeping bag. I do remember Barbie that. Barbie blanket. Yes. Like so much Barbie. That was my favorite Christmas. Which, of course. I don't know surprise. As a kid, as a kid. <laughs> Since then, I've had better Christmases. But yeah. that Barbie comforter lasted us years. Yeah. It did. It really it did. did. And the cups, I think. Or there was one cup that yeah. made it through. Oh, yeah. Some years. Yep, yeah. yep, mm-hmm. yep. Except for the hair on the blonde Barbie. Nicole cut it off. <laughs> yeah. okay. and we will not talk about what Nicole did to our Barbies. Yeah. Oh, she literally. ruined all of our Barbies. Everybody There's always one had, in the family. Everybody has had a Barbie that they she, cut the hair off. All right. Color the head. We went from Malibu Barbie to punk rock whatever with colored hair with disabilities because Nicole pulled off all the heads and the arms. So (laughs) that part I don't remember. I don't remember that part. But I definitely remember cutting off all the hair and coloring its head. So talk about highlights or whatever you want to call it. Coloring the hair or something. I didn't think that was in back then. No, she you were doing you. You started the cosmetology already. I was making my own trends back then. That's what I'm talking about. Trendsetter. That's what it was. You were the OG hairstylist <laughs> for Barbies. You want a haircut? <laughs> I get one for the free. Tiny little girls who want their Barbies to have different hair. Take it to Nicole. Oh Take it to gosh. Nicole. You know what that reminded me of? Whenever Nicole made me drink soap. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to tell that story? Let's go. Do you? No, I think Nicole should tell that story. Okay, well, back then, there was like... You talk about people with superpowers. I don't even remember what movie it was that had to do with superpowers. But I was like, I think oh. it was Zoom. You know, back then when we were little, we were little, okay, people? Just keep that in mind. We, Me and Azzy were in the shower together, all right? We were in the shower <laughs> together, but we were young. Anyway, so we're in the shower together, and I'm like, oh, you just start making things up as you're in the shower. You, like, start throwing things in a bottle, and you're just, like, shaking it up, shaking it up to, like, oh, what can I make with shampoo and conditioner and soap and body wash and <laughs> shaving cream and all those things? And you shake it up in a bottle, and your little sister's in there with you, so you're like, well, what can I do? I She's can just have her drink it. <laughs> so sure enough, I shake the bottle, and I'm like, Azzy, if you drink this, it'll give you superpowers. You can, uh, my friend the other day, he could walk through the walls. <laughs> Well, she guess who Yes, <laughs> yes, and I believed her. Oh my god! She said, "No, really, really? Can they really do that?" I said, "Oh yeah, I've seen it already." 
Sure enough, she drank the, the bottle and she was crying and crying. And my mom, yeah, got, my mom was upset with me again. I got a spank. Again? <laughs> no, I like, think the worst part was that I went again. to mom crying to her, and like literally ran out, out of the shower. Yeah. And I was like, mom, Nicole made me drink soap. And bubbles are coming out of my mouth and my mom's just laughing. Bubbles were coming out your mouth. But trying to get my sister in trouble. I was like, this is Wait, look, I didn't terrible. force it down her throat. She just drank it. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. 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 How many little sisters out there? She's so glad I was older. Yeah. Hey, but she survived. Yeah. She's surviving today, isn't she? It was yeah. the soap. <laughs> you definitely soul. cleaned my immune system. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways, moving on. Let's talk about adulting. Everyone loves adulting. It's the mm, it's the best. What is uh what what's your least favorite thing about adulting? Bills. That's it. <laughs> Bill. I think it's the working part. <laughs> it's mostly like the waking up early or, well, for me, it used to be waking up early because I used to work at seven in the morning and that to me is very early. And then now it's just going home late, which is me getting off at 11 and then being an insomniac because then I can't sleep until like three, four in the morning. Right. Yeah. I don't know how many of you are out there that need your sleep. Azzy's one of those people oh, that really yeah. needs your sleep. And so yeah, we yeah. value her sleep. She's the one who could sleep anywhere you put her. I know. Literally. I wish I had that superpower. A rock, a bench, somebody else's bed. Which is, is a bathtub, probably. <laughs> it's funny because my husband's the same way. So I feel like I married your twin. And then, you know, you feel like you married. Me basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. so weird. We so swapped, weird. <laughs> we, you know, forever yeah. attached, yeah. So, Nicole, what about you? Adulting, you're a little bit further along than these two because you, you do have a kid, yeah. Part of adulting is being a mom. May I just say, I have to give my mom the credit because, good lord, I can't do it sometimes. I mean, this kid tests me, but I can't imagine like three kids, you know. Oof, I don't know, yeah, I definitely mean, being a mom because. It's hard to think about, like, what are they going to eat? You know what I mean? Like, then they want to play all the time, and you're just so too tired, you just can't even get up from the couch. <laughs> and does it look like I want to get ready to pick up my kid from school? Absolutely not. I do not want to have to put on makeup and do my hair just to go pick up my kid from school. I'm a stay-at-home mom, by the way, just so everybody knows. That's why I'm saying all these things, is because I am a stay-at-home mom. I stay at home with Zaya when he's off of school. So the interesting, <laughs> the interesting thing about Nicole, just in what uh, she's saying, is before you start thinking, like, dang girl, uh, is the fact that that's like every mom's thing. She's actually verbalizing what a lot of moms are feeling and thinking. Mm -hmm. So just kind of a little view into the adult world there. But what are the best things about adulting? I was going to say, like, just having your own money to, like, buy whatever food you want. Because, well, that, and I think <laughs> that mostly stems from, from a <laughs> yeah, no, I think that definitely stems from just, like, the discipline that dad had for us of, no, you can't eat this, can't eat that. But it's not that we couldn't, well, obviously, yeah, we couldn't have that because we were under your roof <laughs> and you no made money. us food. <laughs> but also, yeah, the no money, like. Can't eat fast food all the time. Couldn't have McDonald's all the time. They're expensive. But now it's like, what am I craving today? Mm, I think I'm going to have In-N-Out. No, I think I'm going to have Panda or for Bay, it's Chick-fil-A because she lives in oh an area that has Chick-fil-A. Chick just sponsor her already because this oh girl. Lord blessed us with Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Chick-fil-A in her veins, but yes. What about you, Nicole? What's uh, the best thing? Oh, that's a difficult one because I have a few things I'm happy about. Gosh, I had one and then I lost my memory. 
I guess this is for all moms. We all lose our memory, huh? After we say something and then we forget. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. I confirm that. Okay. But anyway, Bea, what about you? Favorite thing? Um, I have a lot, actually. One of my favorite things is, yeah, freedom. Obviously getting to eat what I want to eat or not eat what I want to eat and stuff like that. But I think, I don't want to be serious, but basically taking your own journey outside of your parents and like, you know, being your own adult, becoming your own person or not being April's daughter or someone's daughter or granddaughter. And it's like, I'm just, I just get to be me. I I think that that's probably one of the best things I love about it. What advice would you have given your younger self, specifically your senior year? Bay is an expert. I can tell you that. If I was, if I could go back to me senior year of high school, I'd be like, it doesn't matter. You're not even going to see these people. It just break it down for us. Like, what what specifically? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just you in high school. Well, no. Like, I mean, yeah. Like, I. You know, I, I mean prom. Sorry, I came. No, I was homecoming queen. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Corrections. Get it right. Sorry. Yeah. Well, sorry. no, I it was wasn't prom. I was homecoming. <laughs> Get it right. No, I was like the cheerleader, ASB, homecoming queen, best to know, senior best, whatever, like all that oh, stuff. Right, 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 right. You know, <laughs> whatever. But it's like, but I, I think I like cared too much about what people thought about me and so like growing up now I'm really not friends with a lot of people from high school like they're great people not that people are bad but it's just like we all just are different out of high school like our true selves really come out when we're out of high school so it's like who cares you know like what you wear what you know being the coolest or what like it literally does not matter because it literally changes. Once you get into like college, you know, it literally. When you don't we're like. all the same. Comb your hair anymore. Yeah. When, when you, you don't want to like, even wear clothes, you just wear like leggings and sweaters all day. And, you know, that's that's the goal. With Do the that in high school. Socks. And the Crocs. Yeah. Or not the Crocs, the mocks. <laughs> my Jesus yeah, sandals. Right, right. That was my Jesus sandals day. Mm, what about you, Ozzy? What advice would you give yourself? I was actually going to say. I, I don't think I have like a no regrets type of senior year, but I think it's funny because everything Bea just said of like the advice she would give herself was the advice she actually gave me. And I took that advice because she's old, like, she's the oldest sister. So obviously everything that she says, I always take it to heart and then I always listen and I do whatever she says. Do you always listen? <laughs> I think I do. Yeah, you so do. So that's why like, I think Bea's advice was... It was meaningful to me when I was a senior in high school because I've always struggled with my identity. Mm-hmm. And I think just her telling me that, my attitude in high school, my senior year was very carefree. And just there is actually one advice um, to try harder in school because oh, I can second that motion. I had the mentality <laughs> of, I'm just going to go to my community college anyway. So why do I even need to try in high school? And it wasn't until I got into community college that I was like, if I would have tried a little more in high school, then I wouldn't be taking every single class in college. I had to start from scratch in college, but Mm. it did give me goals. And I did prove myself that I could do it because my GPA was a lot higher in college than it was in high school, which was very impressive. What about you, Nicole? I would have to go with both of the things that Bea and Azzy said. I would definitely say not caring 
I, I mean, I don't really know who I was in high school, to be honest with you. I mean, everybody else, you know what? I do have a little story. Okay, so there's this guy that I went to church with. His name is Bunda, John Bunda. Shout out to John Bunda, if you ever listen to this. Anyways, <clears throat> him and a, another guy that I actually went to high school with, his name was David. And he came up to me one day at church. They came up to me and David's like, hey, Nicole, do you remember me? I was like, uh, yeah, I remember you. Yeah, you went to Southwest with us. Yeah, what's up? And he's like honestly, I'm really shocked to see you here. And I'm like, why? Like, that's okay. What does that mean? And he's like, well, it's because you were a super cool kid in high school and all this stuff. I'm like, was I? <laughs> was I really? I mean, I know. I mean, did I really know? He's like, you knew everybody. I was like, did I really know every? I don't think I really knew everybody. I mean, I didn't really know every. I mean, I, I guess I kind of knew people, but I didn't really like, you know, hang out with everybody. And he was just so astonished to see me there because he was just like, you're a cool kid. And I was like, was I really a cool kid? I don't think I was a cool kid. But from different points of view, I guess you could kind of say I was a cool kid, I guess, or a, a well-known person. The only thing I was known for was to play softball and sports and stuff. But definitely from that alone, just saying softball, I would say how Azzy said, definitely try on my grades a lot more. I wish I would have tried a lot more because I had the talent to go D1. But I, I guess I just didn't really care about the grades because... My mom never really pushed it on me to get A's, 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 even though Bay was always an A's, but whatever. I know that school isn't my thing, but but yeah, I would definitely tell from someone in a jock's perspective, I guess I would say, definitely put your grades first because I didn't do that and I could have gone a lot farther than what I did. And definitely listen to the teachers that are telling you to that you have the talent that you can do what you want to do just push yourself really push yourself that's what I would tell myself just because I'm a hard kind of hard hit I guess you would say so mm-hmm. yeah all right all right nobody needs to comment on that part <laughs> Nicole what would you tell yourself in college oh my gosh what I would tell myself in college don't be an idiot that's what I would say <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to say an idiot. I mean just a fool. I would say don't be a fool. But I wish I would have learned all the things, like I said, combined, like what Bea and Azzy, and then also myself. I wish I would have learned everything before I went to college. But definitely don't be a fool in college. Don't go to all the parties. Don't try and be like the cool kids because it doesn't help you in life. Uh, I wish I would have learned everything that I've learned with Zaya, I definitely say that all of that's kind of helped me be a better person. But if you're in college and you're doing all the terrible things, the Lord is watching you. So don't be doing it. Slow <laughs> <It's a> <laughs> care of the Lord right there. Yeah. But in any way, <laughs> Bea, what about you? College. college. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, geez. I was full in college, too. Like, it was... Yeah, because you, you're an adult, you're free, you're off the leash, and, like, I think we grew up in a pretty strict home, and it's not a bad Lord. thing, but, yeah, we were raised with strict morals and values and stuff like that, which I think definitely played a role in my life much later, or even during that season, too, but I think, especially, like, coming out of a Christian home, you want to party, you want to do all the things that you could never do, especially when you're with your parents, And then you realize how awful it really is and you like hate your life and you like get so rock bottom that you're like, there is no coming back from this. Like I, God doesn't want me. Nobody wants me. I don't even want me. Like Mm -hmm. it's just a pit. There's no hope or anything. Um, And the enemy lies and lies about, oh, you're not good enough to go to church or because you're sinning, you should hide. And it's like, no, like the church was created for sinners 
we were, it's a hospital for sinners. Not really, but like, it's just, the church is for everybody. And I think that we tell ourselves like, oh, I'll only really turn to Christ when I get better. Or when I'm an adult and can read my Bible, then I'll read my Bible, whatever. But it's like, you never get there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Azzy? What would I, what would I <laughs> tell were, myself You were taken by college? everything that Bea was saying, but yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> college. so wise. What would you tell mm-hmm. your so college self? I feel like, I think I was just driven in college. Like, it was just like, work, go to school, and do volleyball because that's what I love. So at least I was doing something I loved. And then, you know, reaching my goal of just finishing school before my sisters. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. It is I'm not a very, very goal-driven. So yeah. It sounds to me like you kind of, like, took those lessons that you said came from Bea in high school. And you kind of, like, were like, oh, snap. I messed that up back there. Now I'm just going to hit it hard. As you can tell, we have been through quite a bit coming from a Poe background and all that kind of jazz, but always having the Lord in our lives. And we can definitely attest to just some things that God has done in our lives. Because my husband and I both gave ourselves to a life of faith and just really took to heart denying ourselves, picking up our cross and following Him with everything, even when it didn't make sense to the world and it didn't make sense sometimes even to us, we decided to live by faith. And so as a result, we have gone through some very difficult times, but at the same time, on the flip side, we have seen God work some really incredible miracles that we would not have experienced had we had everything. So uh, I would love for you guys to share a miracle that God did that still sits with you today and just give glory to God for what He's done. Jeez, I don't even know. There's just (laughs) so many things like God has done for me and Like I said, I went through like a pit in college and was a complete idiot, awful friend. I got stripped of like so much. And I remember just being in my room and crying to the Lord. And I'm like, you know what? Take more. Take more of it. If it it makes me closer to you, take it. Take it all. Take my home, take my car, take t- whatever you got to do. Girl, don't, don't, don't be saying that over here. Well, because at the end of the day, like uh, materialistic things don't matter. And like, I think of Paul was like in prison for so long and he had nothing like that was it. And he's being like put to death. And it's like, yeah. how can I in my cushy life and I, it isn't all my things don't draw me near to God. God draws me near to God. Yeah. So what, what is the point of having all this stuff? Um, and just seeing like how bad I was, you know, like with my relationship with Jesus and just seeing like how he's blessed me mm-hmm. still, yeah, even yeah. though I don't deserve it. And even though like, I'm not, I- I'm not worthy, you know, yeah. but in God's eyes, I'm his. And so because of that, he blessed me with a husband who loves Jesus <laughs> and loves me and yeah. is like so much of what I need mm-hmm. like he truly makes me a better person and I know I didn't deserve that like I don't deserve that not right. saying like husbands are everything or anything but you know like God has placed things in my life yeah. for a reason and even in tough seasons like we're in now I'm still content and thankful even when it looks bad when yeah. the world dies it's like things are bad for you and it's like no it's not I I'm here I still love Jesus Jesus still loves me like we're good that's yeah, all that matters. Yeah. You know? Yep. What about y'all? Apparently, y'all want me to make y'all cry up in here. Do it. Do oh, it. Oh, my gosh. We do dare it. you. Double dog dare all you. Right. Well, Accepted. I guess it's a 
bit of my testimony, but when I found out I was having Zaya, that was really scary. Actually, I was only 20 years old, actually 19, turning 20. I had him when I was 20. I'm 26 now, just so everybody knows. Six years. All right, that's a long time. Anyways. Um, well, when I got home to my parents' house, uh, I was alone. It was just me and the Lord and the baby in my belly. And I was scared to death. I was like, there's an alien in my stomach. No, just kidding. You kind of feel that way. Sometimes all you moms out there, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, there's a movie. I'm going to have to birth this thing. You know, you get all scared. Anyways, but I will say it was two things. Two things that really, I knew that God was present and he was there. First one, when I was having the baby shower that other people had put on for me. Shout out, Cammy, You're the best. And they put on a baby shower for me, and I had no money. I had no money for a dress. I had no money for anything. I, I, I couldn't even drive myself to the baby shower. My mom had to drive me because I had no car. I had no car. I had no money. My mom actually had to give me $5 to put in my bank account in order for my bank account not to go to zero. I just remember the day of my baby shower, getting ready, trying to put a smile on my face, thinking... Can it really be better? God, are you really even here? Because I got nothing for this baby. I had no crib, no clothes, no bottles, no diapers, wipes, all the essentials. I literally had nothing. And the day of the baby shower, we get a ring at the door, and it was a package. And it was a playpen, pay, play yard, whatever you call it, uh, where you put the baby in. And two of them showed up at the door. I was like, two. Wow, what are the odds? Like, God, how... I had nothing. I had absolutely nothing. And you brought this to my doorstep. That's just insane. And then even just going to the baby shower, everybody was just a blessing to me. They gave me everything I needed. I literally didn't need to go to the store for anything. Good thing because I didn't have no money. But but anyways, that was one of them. And I, I mean, we talk about God showing up. He really did. Anyways, um, and then the other one, I had no money. And I, my, I was crying out to my mom, actually. And I said, Mom, I don't have any money. And I am just like, I'm scared. I and I don't know what to do. And I just remember they had come home one day from church and it's just me and Zai at the house. And they come and they're like, hey, we have something for you. And I'm like, what the heck? Okay. And they just hand me six hundred dollars. Hey, by the way, they picked up an offering at church for you and Zaya to use for whatever it is that you need. Shout out to Louie. Yeah, Louie. <laughs> you got my bag, man. Anyways. He actually asked for an offering for me, and I will never forget that. Needless to say, all of those two experiences will never leave my mind knowing that God is present and he's always there. And even when I think like everything is the crap and I got nothing, absolutely nothing, I had nothing to my name, thinking, God, can you even show up right now? And you did. You showed that you're coming and you're always going to be there. And when I think there ain't nothing left, you got a little something for me. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Yeah. Azzy, what about you? Any miracles you remember? Things that you've experienced? Yeah, I think there's definitely a lot, like more than a handful. Just off the top of my head, I can definitely remember when we needed a van. Yeah. That was crazy just because, uh, in case you guys didn't know, we were poor. (laughs) And we needed a bigger car because it was my mom and my dad getting together, and it's us three girls, and my mom had my dad's truck, which was a three-seater. It was a Nissan. And my mom had a Matrix. It's gone through some damage and stuff. And so we just, it needed to be. It died on us. It it actually did. Yeah. So (laughs) we needed a bigger car. And yeah, but we needed a new car. We needed a bigger car, something more dependable. And we got 
a van. And um, that, that to me was like, oh my gosh, like ugh, that van was yeah. terrible. But <laughs> it was good when we first got it. But yeah. when it got into my hands, that was something else. Yeah. Senior year, that's all I got to say. Bay was rolling up a little mini bay. Yeah, the broken door and yep. broken window. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, what are we talking um, about? <laughs> yeah, so there's definitely that miracle of just us needing a car. God provided for us, obviously, on multiple times because right. multiple people have given us cars. <laughs> yeah. And then one that I remembered on the drive over here was it was actually a Thanksgiving a couple years ago and my grandma was on her way over here from or over here and what I mean by over here is she was living in Indio and then she was on her way to the Imperial Valley mm -hmm. and when she was on her way over here she got in a car accident my grandma. And I think that was probably the most devastating time because she was so close to death. And she had bruises and everything and acted like if nothing happened because God protected her right. in that car accident. And Seriously. I think that one just stood out to me the most because my grandma is pretty much my second mom. And if anything happened to her, that would, would be devastating. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I think God knew like now is not your time, but that is a testimony in itself. And I think just family to me is like the biggest blessing you could ever have. And just being thankful that my mom knows Christ and that she shared it with her family and she showed us how important it is throughout our whole lives that if you don't have a relationship with Christ, then like I didn't do my job right. And I think that is going to be instilled in our brains forever is whenever we have kids, that's something that I definitely like want to pass down is like, you need to have a relationship with Christ because if you don't, then like... I Which, didn't do my job. Yeah, like, like that's not a reflection of parents for sure. No, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I think like I'm grateful for that because like if mom didn't know, like where the heck would we be? Like mm. probably partying, dying, I don't know, something like yeah, just Yeah, y'all would not have made it to life. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. If you've been following or maybe you haven't been following the the podcast for a while or just even your girl here, I came out of a drug lifestyle and there's just so many things that that obviously go along with that. And my very first miracle was Bea, that I had her, that she was healthy. I was in a position to where that was not supposed to be the case. And lo and behold, God, I remember that so vividly that the day she was born, I hadn't even seen her yet. And I asked my mom, can you please look over her? Can you make sure that she has 10 fingers, 10 toes? Can you make sure that she's okay? And when she assured me that she was a healthy kid, I just, I cried because I was just like, God, you and I both know that I don't deserve this. This is just insane. And just having my other two girls and Azzy, even just because I gave my life to Jesus right before I had Azzy. And so I am thankful that my girls don't remember who I was back then. I mean, they know me as a mom and you know, stink eye and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. but they do not know me as the person that was lost and messed up back then. And that, my friends, probably is one of, one of the greater miracles. That is the greatest miracle that we have is salvation in Jesus Christ. We have no idea what our life would be like without Him, and I don't even want to know what that is. But I'm grateful that God, that God reached out to each one of us. And He didn't just reach out to me. He reached out to each one of my girls individually. I can't take the credit for 
their lives in Christ? Absolutely not. It's them. It's God reaching out to them and then them reaching back out to him. But on that note, is there any life verse or favorite verse or word of encouragement you'd give? As far as like life verse, the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and or even just looking at the life of like Paul. Of course, Paul's a goat. <laughs> just seeing like how he lived his life and seeing how the Bible is full of messed up people and yet God redeems and read your Bibles. <laughs> read your Bibles because there's just so much in there. What about you, Ozzy? Your volleyball coach and you have a lot of people that you have a direct influence over. What advice would you give to them? So I stem from hard work. Mm-hmm. Like that's I guess I've just always had that drive to just be the hardest worker in the room, whether that's whenever I played sports and volleyball or obviously going to school, working at 16 years old, my senior year of high school, being this dedicated hard worker. It was actually Colossians, Colossians 323. (laughs) Everything you do work for God, not for man, like reminding myself even to this day, like it's really, really hard, especially in this day and age to not compare yourselves to others, Mm -hmm. as well as seeking that approval and like that pride of, I got to look good for this person and make them look good. And it's just this big cycle. But at the end of the day, are you doing it for them? Are you doing it for God? At the end of the day, God is the one that gave you that ability. In my case, I'm not disabled. So if whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to give 110% for God because he gave me the ability to give 110%. And that's what I'm going to do. At least that's from an athletic and hardworking point of view. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Nicole? The Uh, lesson that God's been teaching you lately. When you don't have anything else to do, or you feel like you can't do anything, like you feel like you can't take out your Bible, you feel like you can't go over your Bible study notes, you feel like you can't talk to God, and the only thing I can think of to do is to worship Him. I've always just seemed to have a way of just going back to, let me just worship in my car alone, or let me just worship alone, and let me just cry out, and let me ugly cry, and let me be singing like pretend Mariah Carey, but I can't. That's all I can say is when you feel like you just can't get yourself to get up, or like, um, and I got nothing left, so what else do you want from me? Um, Is, okay, God, I'm done throwing my tantrum. I'll let you pick me up off the ground and um, I'm just going to worship you because I have nothing else left. I feel like I have nothing else to give. I feel like I have nothing else to say, but all I can say is the worship. I can give you my worship. I can give you everything. And that's definitely the encouragement I can give is just worship God, even when you feel like you ain't got nothing left. Amen to that. Friends, this has been an incredible time for me personally, just to be able to share the microphone with my daughters. I never imagined that this day would come to pass, and I, it's not something that I was like expecting, and so I'm grateful for that. If there was something that ministered to you on this podcast, I would love to hear about it. So why don't you do me a favor and share it on your social media? Tag Strength Dignity Life so that we're able to know. Or you can just DM or email. I encourage you to do that as well. And don't forget, friend, rate and write a review. It would mean so much to me. But all that said, just want to tell you that I hope that you have a wonderful Christmas. Until next time, this is your girl, April Ortiz, challenging you to raise the standard in the culture and live out the Word of God in every area of life. God bless you, my friend. This is Strength Dignity Live with April Ortiz. 
To learn more about the ministry and or become one of our financial partners, head over to our website, strengthdignitylife.com and check out our Instagram at strengthdignitylife.